What if you knew your animal better than anyone else, including your vet? What if you knew where to go for information covering a variety of different topics that allow you to choose the care you would like for the furry member of the family? What if this information can be found with even more ease than ever before? Get ready to listen, share, and question what animal care used to be and where it can go. Now, here's the host of Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show, certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, welcome to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with me, Dr. Andy, as your host. I am a certified animal chiropractor, access consciousness facilitator, energetic magic with animals practitioner, and animal wizard. And I'm here today to empower you to know what you know about your animal. So today, remember Casper was the friendly ghost? Um, with I love I love this because I was like inspired and my BFF, <laughs> fellow Access Conscious Facilitator and Talk to the Entities Facilitator, Cara Wright, is once again back with us. Hi, Cara. Hello. So we're gonna <laughs> hello. So we're gonna talk about entities because yes. that's a lot of fun, and we'll talk about animals. <laughs> um, but we're gonna yeah. talk about how entities could be a contribution to your life mm-hmm. and living. And what if not all ghosts or entities were bad or malicious um, and some were around to contribute to you and your animal's life and living? Um, we'd love some questions. Um, we'd love if you, have, if you would like to challenge this point of view. Um, we'd love to hear about your <laughs> stories and your, and your animal stories. And throughout this hour, you can join us really easily and simply. Um, you can call them in at 815-880-8255 if you're in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, or 033-0001-0625 in the U.K. You can Skype them in at a2zen.fm. Um, you can also go to a2zen.fm and along the top red line, choose chat room, and you can just chat in a question or two. Um, we would love to hear from you. So before we get started, um, let's all lower our barriers and expand out and ask all of our animals to join us. And what would the animals like the world to know? What would the entities like the world to know? So, Kara, tell us a little bit about yourself again. Let's, let's, let's let everybody know how you got oh, yeah. into this entity thing. <laughs> Who are you? Who you be in this world? Some days I'm like, I'm not sure who I am today. Um, And how much fun is that? (laughs) I know, right? It's the tools of access consciousness Mm -hmm. at work. It is. So, So my name's Cara Wright, and I have been a certified facilitator of access consciousness for, has it been like two years, Andy? It's been two years. Yeah, it's like two and a half years now. And I am asking Andy because that is how we met. We both met at um, our first, very first certified facilitators, became yes. fast friends, and yes. I was so grateful that you were there. It was so awesome. <laughs> they bunked us together, and then we, like, like, glued ourselves together. I know. It was, like, so great. <laughs> I know. I'm definitely going to impose my point of view that you should come with me to Venice, just so you know. See, now you're going to Venice, and I'm going to Costa Rica, and ah, uh. Yeah, but you could go to Venice, and it would be early. <laughs> you could, just say it. And, and be early. Just say it. In any case, so, yeah, so um, I've been a certified facilitator for two years, and I, shortly after, I became a Talk to the Entities certified facilitator. And, you know, it's funny, because I found these classes 
I really actually resisted taking the Talk to the Entities classes. And like you said, there are entities, there are energies in our lives that are there to assist, to contribute, to gift us information, to, you know, point us in the correct direction if we're just willing to listen and also willing to ask. And so I basically kept getting this, like, no, you should take these classes. And I was like, no, no, I don't want to take those classes. Like, oh, but you should take the classes. No, I don't want to take those classes. And I don't know anything about entities. And I'm not aware of that kind of stuff. And I had all sorts of points of view about what I knew or didn't know. And then I finally just was like, okay, fine, whatever. I'll take it. And my first Talk to Entities class was, like, I took a tele-call with Shannon O'Hara, a beginning tele-call. I spent the whole first ha- first call forcing myself to stay on the phone because all I wanted to do was throw the phone across the room and run the other way because I had all these points of view that ghosts and entities were scary, that they knew more than me, that they were more powerful than me, which is what a lot of people actually function from. Um, I grew up in a very, like, I grew up in a Catholic family, so there was a lot of religion in my family, and so there was there's a lot of different points of view when you grow up kind of in that, you know, with that information being fed to you. There's a lots of points of view about how that's not something that we as mortals or whatever you want to call it, like, that we shouldn't have access to the spirit world. And so... Yet I was super curious about it. I was obsessed with John Edward, who is a psychic medium, a lot of you know. You know what I mean? Like and and I went to psychics and I totally knew that they knew, like I was it's not that I didn't think that it was possible to be aware of the spirit world. I just didn't think I had the potential or I was aware of the spirit world. And so I always was going to other people thinking everybody else knew more than me. And the one thing that I'm so grateful for with this talk to the entities work is that I've realized that I know, I know what I know and other people know what they know and they're not better than I am. I'm not better than they are. And and that's actually how it works. And I love what you kind of said in the beginning about how people are like really polarized with the whole entity thing. A lot of people function Mm -hmm. from entities are very scary. You don't want to open that door. If you open that door, then they're going to come in and mess with your life. And, you know, basically this, this reality or version of Hollywood, you know, like it's poltergeist, you know, it's going to suck you through the TV. It's, you know, you're going to be in a big pool of like dead people. It's like, you know, it's like Hollywood's version of Yeah, but they could look like Patrick Swayze. (laughs) They could. They could. Yes. (laughs) They can look however you want to look because you receive energy and information from entities through your own filters. So... It's really, really up to you how you actually perceive and receive from them. But then there's also this other really interesting point of view that people have, and a lot of metaphysical people, people who are very spiritual, people who are religious, it's like it's the other direction where beings and entities, like they're, 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 they're more aware than you. They're, they're not as, you know, fricked up as you are. They're, you know, they're angels and they're, you know, they're here to help you and they're spirit guides and there's all this stuff out there that's that side too and what if it's just way more normal like what if it's more what if it can be both and what if it can be something that is just an everyday practicality that you can literally ask them to assist you in things and they will and you don't ever ask them to assist you from a point of view that they're 
greater than you are or they're more aware than you are, just because they're not in bodies doesn't mean that they know something beyond what you know. It's just literally asking for assistance from a place Mm -hmm. of like, you're not bad, wrong, stupid, or anything like that. It's just, hey, do you know anything about this? Which is, you know, what if interacting with the spirit world is very similar to interacting with people and bodies? What if? I wonder. (laughs) And whenever, um, my phone loves to call Kara just randomly (laughs) um, all the time. Um, it's awesome. It's really awesome. I don't have a problem with it. And so whenever I get Cara on the phone and we were having a conversation, she's always she'll always bring up, well, what if it's an entity and what if it's this and what if it's this? And I've been so like, I don't look over there. That's not what I look at. I don't know anything. I so it, it, I don't actually. I don't think I have a point of view that they're good or bad. That just not doesn't in your gene. Yeah. Right. It just is nothing that even like exists in my world until maybe now. And how cool is that? <laughs> how and, cool is that? Right? And I have a sense that they've been sh- that I've there's actually a huge capacity there that I've been like shutting down for a very long time. Yes. And so I'm very excited that we're talking about it here. And then Cara's coming to Denver next weekend, and I she's going to do a class. So I, I never actually had to choose to go. I just thought I'd have her come and do it for me. Um, <laughs> I love so it. So how awesome is that? Yeah. So how do our animals function with entities? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, it, it, it's been so cool to kind of start to be aware of how dynamic they are. One of the things that occurs is, they're just willing to be aware. Like, it's not a weird thing. And I remember at one point Gary saying that animals don't actually have a point of view whether they're embodied in a physical body or not embodied in a body. And so for them, I'm not, I know, and it's something that I still ask questions about, but I actually get the sense, especially from my dogs, that they aren't like, um, there's not a big difference to them between somebody in a body Am I cutting out? Can you hear me? I think Kara left us. No, I'm here. What's happening? Oh, there you are. Okay. I don't know. Weird. Okay. No, I'm not cutting out. I'm cutting. Okay. So, Bree, I'm okay? That's our producer. Bree, I'm okay? I'm just seeing if... Okay. Yes, I'm fine. Okay. So, is it me? I don't know. I don't know. I hear her. Keisha well, hears her. I don't hear. So it's me, and I'm blaming you. How funny is that? Oh, she they says we hear too. and you, too. Yeah, well. Huh. Okay. Okay, well. All right. In any case, Next. what I was saying about the animals is I actually don't perceive that they there's a real difference to them between somebody in a body and somebody that they're aware of that's not in a body. Like, I think they perceive energy much more... I don't think they do. They perceive energy just much more like it's all energy, which all of us are born with that capacity. And it's basically, we are basically, it's learned out of us to not be aware of entities and energies. We are all aware. Like if you're around a baby, babies will stare off into space, absolutely be looking at something, but you can't see it. Mm-hmm. Or little kids or I mean, when and most of us have memories of being aware of, Energies, entities, lights, beings, like 
we're just more aware when we're kids until we start to get the, the uh, kind of until we're supposed to grow up. Grow up, or like you know, you say to your mom, you, "Hey, I, there's a man in my room," and it freaks your mom out so dynamically that you perceive that freak out, and you think, "Oh, that's not okay yeah. for me to have said that." So then you you basically start the process of stopping and nullifying your awareness of the spirit world. And so by the time mm-hmm. we get to adult age, we are started. We've started to twist, to filter any of the awareness that we had with entities. So, and where do our animals about the classes? Yeah, and and our animals don't ever have that. They don't twist. Or that ever twist or never that. occurs for them. So they they just live in their first language of energy all the time, yes. and they perceive it all the time. I mean, there's lots of places that they they do the same thing as babies. They're staring off, and you know they're staring at something. Or they'll bark at something. And you're like, bark. what are you barking at? You assume that they're yep. barking, they're just barking randomly, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay. I've had to stop assuming that my dogs yeah. are doing anything because when the thing that I know about talk to the entities when you when you kind of not kind of when you claim what you do know about the spirit world and you and you kind of choose to know more what you know start to use the tools like I had said to you. Um, and I was going to send out an email today and also let everyone know, when people choose these classes, what happens is they're basically saying yes to their talents, abilities, and capacities that they've suppressed for a really long time. And so stuff can happen. <laughs> like, you know, like you could start to get more activity and you can start to be more aware and stuff can start to happen. And so it's really good to be aware that, you've started to open a door and that you may start to be aware of things that you weren't aware of prior to. And at the same time, it's also giving you like much more of who you are, giving you much more of what's available to you. So it's not that it just opens the door and now you're at the effect of all this crazy shit going on around you. You're you're opening the door to having more of you. And you're going to be more aware of what's been going on around you. That's the thing about entity awareness. Just because you don't see them or you think you're not aware of them doesn't mean that's not going on all around you. You know, just if there's a tree in your yard. Okay, you need to say that again. Say that again for everybody. So just because you've decided you don't have an awareness of entities or that's not possible or you You don't don't see them, them. you don't Mm -hmm. see them, you don't hear them, like all those things, does not mean that that stuff is still not going on around you. That's basically like standing in the rain and going, I'm going to convince myself it's not raining and the rain will stop. So it'll keep Mm -hmm. raining, you're just insane. (laughs) Aren't acknowledging why you're wet, you know what I mean? Like, so that's basically what we do with entities. Or you're telling everybody you're not even wet. Exactly. I'm not wet, what are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. You're just oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. So, so let's go take a break. We're going to come back. Okay. And we'll talk more entity and animals and who who knows what else. <laughs> awesome. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. 
Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back, and thank you for joining me today. I'm Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with my guest, Cara Wright. We are talking animals and entities today, and I invite you to join us with your questions, with your animal stories, and check out how easy that's, that is to do at www.a2zen.fm and click on chat room and follow the directions. You can always reach me later at drandy at harpersridge.com. Um, how can they get a hold of you, Car, if they have any questions afterwards? The best way to get a hold of me right now, because my website is under construction, which I'm very excited about. It's a brand um, new website, isn't it? It is. It's coming. It's brand new. Yay. That was one of those things that I realized that, because, you know, everything is an entity. So from our point of view, entity, the definition of entity is an energy that's defined. And so anything, you're an entity, I'm an entity, songs are entities, books, you know, people in bodies, out of bodies, energies so on and so forth. Websites are also entities. And a few months back, I realized the entity of the website I had before I cho- I started doing all the access work had nothing to do anymore with what I'm actually doing now. And I was like, oh, I might actually, Christine McIver, our, one of our producers, pointed that out to me. She's like, this site has nothing to do with you. And I was like, <laughs> how funny is that? Cause, and honestly, that website's been sitting there, but I haven't really been doing anything with it. It's just been sitting there. So I'm excited to actually have a website that would love to play with me mm-hmm. and create and generate. So anyways, my website's under construction, so the easiest thing to do is to um, either find me on Facebook. at I do have a Facebook page, Magic in Motion, which is my radio show. I also have a radio show on A to Zen on Wednesdays called Magic in Check Motion. Check it out. Yes. And I also, um, you can email me at talktocarawright at gmail.com. Very nice. Cool. So everything's an entity. Yes. Every so energy. Yep. Anything that I don't know if I've heard that before. Defined. That's very cool. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So everything is an entity, including your critters and your pets. But there's also like, like the earth is an entity. And there are places on the earth that have a very specific energy. It's why when you travel places, you there. I mean, you're not crazy when you perceive a place is different. It is actually different. You know, like when you go out <laughs> in nature and there are places in nature that, you know, that you either enjoy going to or you kind of not necessarily enjoy going to because there's something there, you're not actually crazy. You're actually perceiving the energy of that space. And, you know, there are energies that are a contribution to you and there are energies that are not a contribution to me, to you. And we're all different. So it's like that's one of the reasons why we always talk about being in the question with entities. You know, you always want to ask, you know, is this an entity? You always want to ask, is this a, contrib- you know, contributive energy or 
degenerative energy? Is it, you know, those kinds of questions just because, um, and you also need to uncreate and destroy your projections, expectations, rejections, separations, and judgments of what entities are, what they're not, what the, they are in regards to you, what they're not in regards to you, and all that that is. Let's uncreate and destroy it all. Good, bad, right, wrong, all nine, pod, pox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because what I had said earlier about the filters, one of the things that most of us have, because in order to not be aware of energies around you in the spirit world, you have to have cut off and shut down a, an exorbitant amount of your energy. And so mm -hmm. how you do that is you create filters, you create barriers, you start to create definitions of what things are that they're not. Um, you misidentify and like, misapply awareness as something going on in your body or as I didn't just hear that. I mean, how many times have you done that where you've heard something, you've heard the bump in the night, and then you go, no, 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 I didn't hear that. How many, mm -hmm. I mean, we've all done that. So, and how often does it get dismissed as I am crazy? All the time. <laughs> all the time. You know, it's like one of the things about, like, with my family is there is, like, a, a bit of mental illness smattered around in my family, in my family lineage. Oh, my family has a crap load, so I'm okay saying <laughs> yeah. that. Um, yeah. <laughs> not just a smattering over here. But. Well, and it was very wrong, and it was very hidden, uh -huh. was very secret, uh -huh. and nobody wanted to talk about it. And, and, you know, after doing this entity work, I realized, like, the majority of us have these talents, abilities, capacities, because we all have the ability to be aware of the spirit world, but it's like anything. It's like everybody can run, but there are some people that can, like, they have a talent ability of capacity for running. And some people can run long distances. Some people can run up hills. Some people can fast. And that's how it is with the entity world. It's like we all have these abilities. It's like what degree do you have them? What does it look like for you? Um, and that's, you so it's know. not it's the like, same for everybody. It's absolutely not the same for everybody. It's different. Because everybody's not the same? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love your leading questions. They crack me up. Aren't they awesome? Everybody is not the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a professional radio show host now. All right. Um, I know. I love it. <laughs> so it can look very different. Yes. It can look very, you, very different. For people, for even maybe our animals how they perceive it and how they, I don't know, quote-unquote, handle it for themselves. Yeah, because in, and I can tell you between my two dogs, it totally looks different. My male dog has more of a interaction, reaction, response. Like, he will, like, he. I have Dobermans, and so they have, like, something called a, like, they do this prey, he does this prey drive thing. And a lot of times he'll get tripped off into, like, running back and forth, or he'll be, you know, doing whatever he does, like, instinctually, but he's basically doing it on based on his awareness of entities. Whereas my female, she, I know she's aware of what he's aware of. She just doesn't, she just kind of never minds them. They're not, like, to her, they're, like, whatever, who cares? So it's just interesting how they, they do. They they totally respond differently. Um, my My male tends to try to, like where my female will just be like space and allowance of what's going on around her, my male is much more like, how can we change energy of this? Mm -hmm. So he's a little bit more like proactive or... It, well, is he a little bit more in reaction yes. than she is? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he does. Like he definitely, 
Ooh, ooh, how much is that, like, how much do, like, males have to do something about something? Do the male dogs also have to do something about it? Well, and it's... <laughs> and who does I, that really belong to? So I just, just the question. Exactly. Just the question. I know. Right? And that's the thing, too. That's one of the things that I think... <laughs> she got quiet over there. Damn those men. That's so funny. Um, Somebody in the chat, Christine in the chat room, damn those men. I don't necessarily know if that's a gender thing, honestly, because I think a lot of people I don't either. refuse their awareness, their talents, abilities, capacities with entities because they're like, if I acknowledge I can do that or be that, then I'm going to then have to do this all the time or I'm going to have to interact with the spirit world all the time, and I'm not really sure I'm ready to do that. I think a lot of people don't choose it based on that. It's like, what if you don't? What if you don't have to do anything? You could just be aware and not – you can choose to do something, but you don't have to. There's no, there's no like, requirement that you do anything with your awareness of entities or the spirit world or whatever it is that you're aware of. Very cool. Yeah, and I think that's a a great point. You know, it is a point of view that, you know, we tend out, okay, now what do we do with Whatever. What do we do here? Yeah. And I don't even want to look over there because then I'll have to do something with it. But, yeah, like you said, what if that's, oh, that's really cool. Maybe I'll just hang out here for a while and, you know. Um, I do have a question. I actually came across this. I do a house call. It's a family of six Australian shepherds. And two of them, I could never keep their names straight. And I had this awareness that they actually flip-flop their bodies on occasion. Yes. Have you come across that before? Or here, here's, here it is. Am I crazy? <laughs> I, don't, I mean, to me, that feels very light. And I, <laughs> I, the, the, I mean, the thing about, like, animals is, like, we, and you know this, Andy, but, like, we put a lot of significance on their names, do they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes, I think some of them do. My standard poodle, oh, my God, it's his name. Don't nickname him. Don't, you know, that's his name, man. But he's a, that's not, that's a small percentage. Most of them are like, yeah, that's fine. But some yeah. actually hate him. So, I mean, it, it just, it, again, every, it you know, they're all different, too. Yeah, um, well, and it's like I definitely know that animals can, not only can they, jump bodies like that i mean i mean if they're both in agreement to do that there's no reason Mm -hmm. why that couldn't be possible so i don't think you're crazy at all Um, okay (laughs) and also too you can have like you can have entities that are presenting with your animals that are not animal entities like gary always jokes you know be careful what you wish for you know if you say to somebody Oh, I would love to be your dog next lifetime. You know, you need to be careful because you can you you are the creator of your, <laughs> your your world, and you could come back as someone's you know animal. And sometimes when animals act very human, it's because there is an entity present with that animal that mm-hmm. the animal is not that the animal is a person. It's like the animal is so aware of a present entity there that they act like a person. They have personal and also too you can have different different animal entities like you can have a dog that acts more like a cat because it's actually a cat in a dog Mm -hmm. body or Mm -hmm. vice versa or you can have like i think gary 
um, in his animal book, he ta- tells a story about a horse that would, like, go and sit on these people's porch like a dog would. He would, like, sit on its hindquarters. And mm-hmm. they couldn't figure out what the heck this horse was doing or why it was doing it. And Gary came and did a session and realized that there was a dog entity in the horse body that was going and sitting on the porch. So, I mean, those kinds of things can also occur. Um, I had a client come in and she's talking about her horses and, you know, if they were going to go to a special needs place over the summer to work with kids. And, and she's like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, well, check in with them. Would they like to do that? And she has a little pony. And he, he's like, oh, yeah, could I do that? She's like, yeah, he acts so much like a dog. He actually, we walk him down the street on a lead. And he got away from me once. And he actually ran towards the school to hang out with the kids. And then one day he tried to sit in my lap. I'm like, you yeah, know, maybe we need to come out and chat with your horse because I think there's a dog there. <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh, yeah. So, it, yeah, it, it you know, it occurs. I actually had a, a basset hound come in once who just was obsessed with licking and cleaning himself. We cleared out the cat entity and it went away. Yeah. That behavior went away. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, so, it, there are some interesting things that can occur. And the tools of talk to the entities, like you just said, that you cleared the cat. I mean, they're so freaking easy and practical. Sometimes it's easy to go, is this really, could these tools really create that much of a change? And they absolutely can. It's amazing what can so get So let's created. take a break and we'll actually yeah. maybe step through um, a clearing if that works for you yeah. or just how easy those tools could be for everybody and their animals. Sounds we'll great. be right back. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adizen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back once again, Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio. So along with hanging out with you every Monday at a2zen.fm, I do have an animal practice in Denver. I offer animal chiropractic care, laser therapy, and energetic magic with animal sessions. These sessions are a unique way of transforming limitations into possibilities and healing for you and your animals. Each energetic session includes use of tools and processing from access consciousness to create a different possibility for your animal's body, with their person, in their home, and beyond. And you can set a, a time to do it at either on the phone or in person at 303-518-3688. And I'm so excited that you're going to be here next weekend so I can start incorporating more of these I capacities know. into those sessions. I was just going to say, 
say that, you are going to have, like, so much horror to be able to, like, play with and look at. Oh. It's going to be fantastic. And change and shift and how much. Totally. Oh, my goodness. So excited. So you're coming here. Um yes. We're actually picking you up at the airport on Friday. Woohoo! Yeah. Um, and we're going to do an animal and entities talk here at my office in downtown Denver. And then you're going to do a beginning class, which is two days. Yeah. Could I don't know if it's possible. Um, could you give us a little synopsis of that class? <laughs> yeah. I don't know okay, if it's possible. So, well, what else is possible? Let's try anyway. So, yeah. So, um, basically what we'll be doing in Denver is the Talk to the Entities beginning class. So the Talk to the Entities is a specialty class series of acts of consciousness developed by Shannon O'Hara and Gary Douglas. Um, and there's the beginning class, there's intermediate, advanced, facilitators, and so on and so forth. So there's like all these classes. The beginning class is the class where you will get all of these amazing, amazing tools in order to, A, start to be aware of what you are aware of. Because like I said, so a lot of what we do in the beginning classes is we work on like you know, clearing a lot of our limitations, clearing a lot of our decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations about what entities are and what they're not, what you are in regards to them, looking at filters, like how you're filtering your awareness. Because the thing is, is you just because you've decided you're not aware of the spirit world and energy doesn't mean that you're not actually aware of it. What you have to do is create a filter or a barrier, and it basically, you still are aware of the energy, it just distorts it. And kind of smooshes it and like so a lot of times you know you your entity awareness can show up as a mood so like you go into a particular mood where you're either anxious or you're uncomfortable or you think everybody hates you or you just want to get out of a room and that's not you being weird it's literally your 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 awareness of of entities and energies in that space and because you're not you've decided you're not aware of that stuff, You it has to filter through these weird barriers and filters. So we do a lot of clearing of filters and barriers. Um, and then we also just start to use the tools and interact and play with what's possible so that you can start to also be, start to get the awareness of how it is that you are aware of entities because that's the other thing that a lot of people don't understand is that you are aware in the unique way in which you are aware of them. You, There's nobody else on the planet that's going to be aware of the spirit world in the same way that you are. And so it's more of an exploration of, you know, what are you aware of and how are the ways in which you're aware of it. And we also do start to um, start to put our toes into the, you know, deep end of communicating with entities and also receiving from entities. And most of the time that's towards the end of the class because until you can kind of get rid of all this junk you've kind of put on top of what you're aware of and how you're aware of it, you can't actually receive from the entities if you're you're still functioning from I don't want to. So um, we kind of get rid of all that stuff. We start to play with the receiving of what's possible with the entities, what they can contribute to you. And um, it goes by really fast. It's an amazing class. The manual just got rewritten. Shannon O'Hara just rewrote the manual for Toxinated Beginners, and it is freaking amazing. So I'm super excited because this is the first time I get to facilitate from the new manual. So, Ooh. And it's, it's packed. It's fun to be I the mean, first. Yeah, Woo-hoo. the manual is so packed with information. It's, 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 it's amazing. So anyway. So if you're in Denver or care to fly into Denver, it's not too late to join us. 
Um, no, there is more a, than there is a yes. Oh gosh, how, if how many people do you want to come and play? And oh my goodness, yeah. what can we create with that? Uh, there is a prereq of bars, so yes. you'll you will need to do a bars class. I am offering bars that Friday, February sixth, beforehand. If you're interested but don't want to do a two or three day dive in, we are doing that Friday night. We're going to do a couple hours of a taste yes. of active consciousness, animals and entities, yeah. what? And that'll be Cara and I, basically having a shitload of fun and you are more than welcome to join us <laughs> uh, you can either contact Cara at talk to Cara right at gmail.com or is that right I got that right yep mm-hmm. oh cool hey look at me or me drandiaharpersridge.com we can help you navigate what's coming up this weekend yes I'm so excited Yay! it would be so fun for even more people to show up and it's exciting already so and, it's, and it's, like I said, downtown Denver, my cute little office, and well, tons of chairs, and oh, I'm so excited. Um, I have a question here from Tracy. Yes. Um, she, now that I'm shifting gears really abruptly on you, um, how can you tell if you're working with heavy stuck energy or an entity? Well, the the easiest way to to do that is to ask a question. Ask if it's an entity, and it could be both. I mean, sometimes entities are. He- they do, you do perceive them as heavy stuck energy because the thing about entities is there's so many of them out in the world that aren't even really aware that they don't have a body anymore. There are a lot of entities that, because in this reality, it's very, um, it's considered a nice thing to do to people to medicate them while they're dying. Because we look at it like, you know, then they'll be in less pain and, you know, that kind of stuff. And what it, in actuality, what it creates sometimes is it creates people who were in bodies that don't realize they're not in a body anymore and they also stay in the vibration of that drug energy and if you've ever been on morphine you know that it can be very confusing and so sometimes you want to ask is this an entity and if it feels like that it is an entity you can ask is this entity aware that they are not no longer in a body is this entity on drugs and so, and these are some of the things that we learn in the beginning class is like the different ways in which you can start to work through and, and like ask questions and use the different tools based on what you get the information of. So it could be both. Um, and sometimes you're just perceiving an energy that is kind of, you know, is this a limitation? Is this a conclusion? You know, just be in the question is what I would say. And so, yeah, you mentioned maybe that entity vibrating the same as because of the medication. So mm-hmm. do animals pick up enti- entities the same way, being on medication, being anesthesia? How, yeah, well, I mean... How does one pick up an entity? <laughs> well, and it's not necessarily that you... I mean, you can... The thing that's interesting about that, because people will go to... Um, there are entities in my body, or there are entities in my animal's body. And what you what you want to look at is, A... Is your body actually solid, like you perceive it, or is it mostly space? And you want to also look at, are you in your body, or is your body in you, the being? So go through that again for everybody. So you want to look at, the question would be, so are you in your body, you the being, are you in your body, or is your body in you? Meaning, are you the being bigger than your body? Yeah. So you can I mean, like so look yeah. at that. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. you know, where are the edges of using? Yeah, exactly. 
yeah, try and find them. So, so it's like we are mostly space, and you can have entities that are that you're aware of that are kind of like interacting that you have relationships with that are around you that that some people would say they're I have an entity in my body. They're not really in your body. They're just you're they're just very apparent and you're very aware of them basically. Um and animals, you know, with like the meditation, we also do the same thing with animals as we do euthanize animals and a lot of times we'll give them something for them to sleep and then we give them medication you know, for them to be euthanized. So, I mean, it's an amazing contribution to if you if you do do to acknowledge your awareness of entities. Um, am I still here? Can you guys still hear me? Something just changed. Um, so, okay, cool. Um, so, if you do acknowledge your awareness of entities, one of the ways in which you can contribute dynamically to the planet and to the world and to animals is by being able to put your attention on animals see what it is that you perceive because sometimes you'll literally like sometimes what I'll do is I'll put my attention on something I'm aware of like an entity and I will feel like you feel on morphine like I will feel confused I will feel dizzy I'll get like nauseous I'm like oh okay so is this entity on drugs and you can do this with animals and if you get a yes you basically just dissipate and release all the drugs in their system so you're taking your consciousness and you're asking for them to dissipate and release and they can this can happen in 30 seconds, it can take 30 days, it can take 30 years. It just depends on what they're willing to choose um, in that 10 seconds. You can also uncreate and destroy the chemical imprinting for animals, especially. And then what that does is it just gives them space to go to something different. Instead of kind of being in this lost, drugged out, confused place, they can actually get clear and go choose a, diff go choose a different body or decide to stay in that form like we have a rottweiler that just hangs out here and she's totally not in a physical body she's just here all the time and when i first learned this i realized that she realized she had dropped her body because we did we did the humane thing quote unquote we put her to sleep and then we euthanized her um and so when i finally like gave her the information and i dissipated all the drugs in her system and I, I said to her, like, okay, so you can go find a new body and come back and play with us or go play with someone else, or if you want to just stay and hang out, you can. It's your choice. And she, to this point, has stayed. So it's Very cool. It's always, yeah, interesting what happens, and, um, you know, mm -hmm. it does get better. Well, and this is a very different conversation than generally in this reality occurs around death and dying and and. Yes. For people or for pets. Um, and I talk about it probably more than most with people that actually ask a question. I, yeah. I don't generally go there unless they ask, ask a question. And we can talk about some of the processes that Access has to offer to help animals choose. Because mm -hmm. um, what if it is a choice? Um, and I always tell the story of my, my poodle, who's now 13, but at 10 he had to have dental surgery. He had to have three of them in a matter of like a month. And every time he was going to be put under, I ran a process from access called exit stage left. And I then that basically gave him choice. I'm like, buddy, this is a good time. If you'd like to leave this body, you could do that or you could stay. And it gave him choice. And it actually gave me a lot of space and peace about it. Yeah. And every time he came out of the anesthesia, he came out better. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah, um, well, exactly. And, and he's still 
he's he's quote unquote healthy, and every couple months or so I check in with him. I'm like, hey, buddy, if you'd like to go, I can contribute to you with that, or if you'd like to stay, I, I'm cool with that too. But we're good either way. And he's like, nope, I'm good, mom, and toddles off. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Um, but that peace and space in my world that that those questions give me with him is huge for me and him to have a choice of going or staying. And I'm just giggling because the fact that you have that space and ease with that doesn't indicate at all that you have a capacity with the world. <laughs> no, it like doesn't, damn it. a different point of view. Like, very few people have that point of view. And, you know... You know, for a lot of people, it's it's an ending. You know, death is an end. It's an ending. It's a completion. It's, you know, I will never. You know, I've had a great time with this being, and now this being is gone. And it's like that creates a lot of weird stuff in the universe because they're not gone. No. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> laughing my know? ass off because that is yeah. so funny. Because I'm like, I refuse to look at the rest of it. Oh my. <laughs> I'm cute, not bright. I know. I think you're gonna have to like stop refusing it since I am oh, coming to Denver this week. I know, and I oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Let's take a real quick break and come back, and you can point some more obvious things out to me. That'd be great. <laughs> okay. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. We are back once again talking about entities and animals with a fellow conscious access consciousness facilitator. There we go. Car, right? <laughs> oh, I just boy. I your mind a little bit. It's you okay. did. I'm like, I'm sitting here like, like drooling a little bit. My eyes are running. It's like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And the really, really, really funny part of it is, like, I don't think my point of view is that strange. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Know, it is totally weird. Oh, wow. How much fun is this? So I'm here, Dr. Andy, every Monday on Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show, 11 in, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, 10 a.m. Pacific, and maybe I should stop talking. Next week's show on February 9th, we're going to do Animal Body Language and Beyond, Part 2, with Anna Malera, professional dog trainer. So where were we? What were we doing? What did you do to me? What? <laughs> I just pointed out that you might have a little bit more of a capacity here than you want to admit. Oh. I love that, though, because you are 
more in the norm than the abnorm. There are so many people that have these abilities and capacities to have more ease, awareness, and consciousness, not only leaving bodies, but coming into bodies. And what would this planet be like, look like, feel like if we didn't do the weird stuff we do around that? And if we were able to start to unlock and all of the weird energies and intensities that we do around death and dying. Um, and some, for some people, it's, it's it's an easy, like, of course you would think this way. One of those people we now know is you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's a different point of view, and it's so cool. I'm, like, so excited that you will have these tools because what contribution are you going to be for people who – are functioning from this reality's version of what death is. And it's hard to lose an animal. And you do you do miss them because you don't have the body. You know, you don't have that. Like, our bodies love, especially with animals. Like, how much does your body just love your animal's body? You know, you just want to cuddle them and snuggle them and they're there for you. And, and you know, it's different when when beings transition out of bodies. But it's not an end. It's not a completion. It can be there can be something different that's created. So I'm so stoked that you're going to know these tools. Well, and I tell the poodle all the time, I go, you know what, I'm going to miss you, buddy, and I'll be sad. But on the flip side of that, I'm so ex- I ask him, I go, okay, so find another body and come back, because I'm so excited to find out what you're going to come back as. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I, literally, I literally get to that other excited part. I'm like, oh, you're going to come back as what? What? When are we going to meet again? How cool is that? Right. So it's like, yeah, you you might have a little bit different point of view, which I realized going through my classes when I was doing the Talk to the Enemy work, I started to really realize where I had been functioning from totally different points of view and not acknowledging it. Because one of the things with entity awareness, the more you acknowledge what you are aware of and where you are different and how you how you function in this world that's different, especially with the spirit world, then those things cultivate, they grow, they expand, they generate something. I used to bring home animals that were not dying but gone, quote-unquote, this reality, to my mom. And I absolutely had every belief and faith in the world that she was going to be able to bring them back to life. Like, I did not get that, like, death wasn't real to me. Now, you could look at that and go, oh, I just was like, I was this, like, you know, wishful, like, you know, thinker as a child you know it's like I just wasn't willing to acknowledge that the bird was gone or did I actually totally know what the truth was that the bird was not gone (laughs) the bird Mm -hmm. was present I just didn't realize like the bird wasn't ever going to be back in that body but the bird was present and I knew that and so it's like it's so interesting because like my mom has this place in her yard where there must be thousands of animals that I brought to her totally with like just make it breathe again. What are you talking about? You can't uh, do that. You know what I mean? Very so because cool. I didn't, mm-hmm. under, I didn't, and so it's like that's like a capacity and a talent and ability I have. It's not a wrongness. So like so many people function from I'm just being weird or I'm crazy or mm-hmm. with this stuff. And what if you're not? What if you actually have something to contribute to the world? With and how much and and how much more ease occurs in your own world with just acknowledging that, and again, not doing maybe anything with it, but just that acknowledgement in your world. Yeah. Well, you don't have to do anything with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could if you choose. You could, but you don't have to. You, <laughs> you don't just, have to. 
You can just know you're really, 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 really cool. <laughs> and on most days, that trumps everything. Um, <laughs> I have um, two little black kittens, and the little female I just acknowledged probably a couple of weeks ago that this was um, a cat I had when I was little, um, that he came back, but he came back in a completely different body and as a different sex. And as soon as, as, soon as I went, huh, that's who you are. She has blossomed into this huge personality that she didn't have before. Isn't that funny? And, yeah, and our connection just is now so much more dynamic. And I'm like, huh, look at that. Yeah. Like I it had, almost allowed her to be more her, which is that acknowledgement of, yeah, we've been together yeah. before. Well, and I had an awareness early on with this work that I actually, the um, Jaipur, my male dog now, he and I have been together a lot of lifetimes. And we've, you know, been together a lot of lifetimes doing a lot of really interesting things. Because the thing, too, is, like, this capacity you have with, like, you know, where the spirit world isn't new in this lifetime. It's like you've had it. And a lot of times we've done, like, we've had other lifetimes where we've done some really interesting stuff with these capacities and abilities and talents. Mm-hmm. So it's like having the awareness of, of um he and I and how we we've done this before has been really interesting also too. It like allows a different relationship or a different energy to exist that didn't exist before. Like you said, she's really blossomed. Um, <laughs> my mom's dog is the dog she has now is the dog she that died a year and a half ago, and he's like he can kind of be like really, you know, like. <laughs> Terror, but if they mm-hmm. y- if they use his other name, he's he, he <laughs> minds it better. I'm like, you guys just need to get over that you think it's this new dog and just call him by his other name, because he <laughs> minds better. He that's so more. funny. It is funny. That's so funny, and that's a fast turnaround, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so we have a really we have a really late question, and I don't know if we have enough time. Probably not. So I'm going to do this now until we meet again. How much fun can you have with your animal? We are here every Monday, and can entities only enter newborn bodies? Fifteen seconds. We can't get to it. I'm so sorry. Thank you, Kara. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Did everyone did everyone follow that? Oh my goodness! I will see you this weekend. Anyone else going to come and play? Yes, I'll be there. Woohoo! Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. Dr. Andy will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, just how much magical fun can you have with your animals?